Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. For Tyrell Goodman, childhood and adulthood were not always glamour. Depression, lack of love from family, mistreatment, loneliness, suicidal ideal, fear, betrayal, nightmares from combat, and mental abuse colored his days and haunted his nights. But through self-discipline, determination, mental toughness, hard work through biblical counseling, and keeping his faith in God that was taught by his grandparents, Goodman transformed himself from a depressed and suicidal young man with no hope nor future in one of the world's top endurances known as life. The only man in history whose true mission to inspire others. So they don't be bitter, be better and execute. In their daily life, help others in this human race. In Off the Path, he shares his astonishing life story and reveals that most of us face various personal battles internally and as if there is no way out. Goodman's inspiration of no hold bar mentality and no more excuses to push past the storm of life eliminates self-doubt and negative people, accepting and build self-love, and develop a relationship with God to be able to reach their full potential as it is meant to be. 
ideal motivation for anyone looking to open their hearts and give more of themselves to the world. Available now. Get your copy today. live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Jossium. Hey, welcome to another episode of In the Trenches. That's right. You are not, you are not at the wrong podcast. You are located at the right place at the right time. This is your boy, the J, the A, double S I E M, Jasim. Hey, listen, welcome, 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 welcome. Today is going to be another great episode, like all our episodes that we have had and will be having in the future. But guess what? Today, our favorite and most lovable misunderstood our co-host will not be here today as well as one of our special guests is queen chi the two loveliest women in the world so we want to just go ahead and acknowledge that but at the same time today's topic is hot hot what i mean hot as i don't know what and you know in the trenches we talk like we want way we want so i'm gonna say like this it's hot as hell. And you know if hell is really hot, you know this topic is going to be hot. It's going to stir up some stuff. But today we still got our other co-host, the original OG. When I say original OG, I mean original gangster, you know, for some of y'all young Thundercats out there. Not only is he the original OG, he is the original in my eye DMX because he's going he gonna to get all up in that ass. Well, guess the one and only Dr. Dr. Baker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I thought you were talking about Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Good to be with you tonight, as always. Oh, I'm glad you glad you're here. Glad you're here. Now I know we're gonna have something good. We're gonna have something good. Yes, sir. But before we get into this. We have our guests that have arrived back. Not only is this man I was on a mission, this man is on a mission for the community. When I say the community, first, the black community. This man is also a self-made millionaire. This man is one of the best mentors, easy to get to, talk to, every single thing. But not only is he a mentor and an entrepreneur, 
but this man have served the United States. So guess what? This individual, the one and only, I don't have the right kind of music to even play for this man here, but the one and only, Antonio T. Smith Jr. All right. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'm looking forward to the conversation. And uh, Donald, Grace was ringing you up earlier. She said she can't wait to hear what you're going to say. So she, that was by 1.45 this morning. I mean, this afternoon. I, fo- I follow y'all. I just do what y'all do. You know that. <laughs> well, today, topic, those that's listening and watching, it's let me go into this. In this episode, we're going to explore the impact of colorism, you know, European uh, beauty standards and the internalizing the racism, shedding the light on the, the issue of self-hate through powerful discussion of people's stories, expert insights, and we're going to be aiming to society norms and dismantle that. But before we dive into it today, I want to take a moment to ask for your support. Now, if you enjoy our podcast and and want to stay connected, please consider clicking the like button on our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook. By doing so, you'll be part of the vibrant community, and we all vibrant in this community and wouldn't miss any updates or engagement discussion. So today our topic is episode 32 Imitation of life, self-hate. And before we get into it, I want to show this video about an example of what we're speaking of. If you've never seen the old version of Imitation of Life, it will hit you. Friends were white, Alabama. And what, how old are you? Your Honor, I'm 25 years old. So what part of Alabama did you grow up in that all your friends were white? Birmingham. In Birmingham. And you're 25 years old. Yeah. Which means that that was in what? 1990 something you were born? 1990. And all your friends were white. Yes. So if you grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, and all your friends were white, you didn't grow up with your mother? She was barely around. She she was busy cleaning up after white people. Ooh. All your I friends didn't were white. That poor you life. didn't grow up with your mother? Mrs. Johnson, when this child is born, that's over here. Where were you living? We were living in Alabama, Your Honor, and I was um, cleaning houses for a living, Your Honor, and so we uh, ended up living with different white families as I had my job there. So that's why she said all her friends were white? Yes, ma'am. And she went to schools, she went to school in the area of the families, I mean, the families that you lived and worked for, she went to school there? Yes, ma'am. And do you realize and understand why you were able to do that? Yes, because she was poor and uneducated. And so I had to live a life of struggling. And like I said, I tried, once I got away from her, I tried my best not to live that kind of life. So how'd you get away from her? I earned enough money to get away from her. And I started dating this white guy who, whose family had a lot of money. At what age? 16. And then you changed your life? I mean, you changed your identity yes, or something? I went to college. I got an education, All something right. that she does not have. You won't see And is that her up. fault that she doesn't have an education? Yes. Why? <clears throat> She's her own woman. I'm not her mother. You say you went to college? Yes. You sound like an ignorant fool. Doesn't matter. Coming up on Justice with Judge. 
We're back with the case of Sandra Johnson, who is suing Elma Johnson for lost wages. You don't sound like a college-educated woman. You didn't learn anything about history. Did you take a history class? Sure did. You didn't learn a doggone thing. Because if you don't understand why your mother was working where she was working and doing the kind of work that she did and did not get a college education, it's because you don't understand your history and what went on in America during her age, a woman in the 60s, or 60 and over. And you have the audacity to turn down your nose at her for doing what she could to keep your little behind alive and well. I just don't live my life as a black person, so. What you live your life as? I live my life as a person of privilege. You live your life as a lie. That's why, because you said the man that you went to live with, his family was privileged, not you. Well, that's the life so that I created for myself. Okay. That's the life that I created for myself, and she ruined it. So how she did she ruin that, it? and she ruined my relationship with everybody. How did she ruin your life? And how did she? How did we get to this six hundred dollar claim? Because, Your Honor, once I got enough money to get away from her, I moved away. I didn't give her my number. I didn't give her my address. I told her if I wanted to get in contact with her that I'd reach out to her. But no, she is stalking me. She showed up one day to a grocery store in my neighborhood, stalking me down in the aisles, trying to talk to me in front of all these white people. So, your tape, Imitation of Life, I know some of y'all probably seen the, 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 the movie, the old version and the new version. My question is, is this still continuing in this day and age? Well, yeah, that's, that's an easy question. This is obviously, I want to call it an extreme case, but... It's a normal case. She's just out front with it. She's not being, while it seems extreme, most, most black people, a big, no, most, I'm going to stick by most, act this same way, just not as disrespectful as she does. Just not as disrespectful. Okay. All right. Well, what do you say about people that are individuals that end up coming and saying, in regards to the fact of, no, nah, this is this this is not common. You know, um, this is this is just this one incident, and and we're blowing it out of proportion. And there's really no such thing. Maybe the mother has has done something more that's not being said or not being told. For her to have that, that well, this, 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 this was not a family issue. This was a. I'm trying to navigate no, these because I know Baker go coming with the sledgehammer. So let me let me try to <laughs> let me try to navigate this here. This was not a family issue. This was not hatred of mother. This was mother is black, so she reminds me I'm black. This is a white trinket issue. So if you say someone comes to you or this conversation and says, well, that's not how I am, mm -hmm. then I would challenge that person on how many and how much do they, how many white trinkets do they have? Mm 
and how much do they work hours per week to earn these white trinkets? So I'm going to push that just a little bit further. If you are in the poor class and if you are in the middle class, that's 96% of the world, you more than likely fit this category because let's put this into a financial issue. Poor people make money mm-hmm. to pay bills. Middle class make money to get nice things. There's our conversation. Mm-hmm. Who's the producer of said nice things? Who are we getting these nice things from? And who is the owner of these nice things? Just give me one moment. I'll come back to that. The wealthy only make money to make more money. That's it. If you're if you get money and you spend it on bills, you're poor. Doesn't matter how much you make. If you get money and you buy nice things, go to a nice college, um, have a nice credit score. Any of these things that controls the perception of society. Mm-hmm. Who runs society? Who is the dominant culture? Who is establishing? the meaning and worth of credit, the meaning and worth of a zip code, because your child will receive different education depending upon your zip code. I ain't got to go that far. Donald Baker gets different credit card offers because he changed his zip code. So we ain't even got to go far to education. We could just go to the junk mail. His junk mail looks different than a junk mail his mama got when they was growing up. Those are two different sets of junk mails because the zip code. So when you think about this from a, I'm not sure what standpoint I'm doing. This This isn't an educated standpoint. This is as close to objective as I could possibly be. As close to objective as I could possibly be. This is a a white trinket issue, and I don't mean to offend anyone white. Well, this is in the trenches, man. Listen, in the trenches, do not care about offending folks and pleasing people. And we're not into we're we're gonna talk about this. We can't live by cancel culture. So you're doing a good job in telling you, but keep it going. Don't worry about offending. We need to offend some of these. I almost said it, but 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 tell it like it is. Because yep. uh, we got white privilege and we'll talk about it and black privilege as well. Wow. And you white folks much. has never been my problem. Black people is my problem. No, well, before, so hold on, hold on, before you say that, I want to comment when he just said because white folks started slavery, black folk keep it going. Now, before before you continue, uh, Antonio, I want mm-hmm. to say um, there's an emergency that, that occurred and so What's going to happen? I will be back. But at the same time, Dr. Baker, you, I want you to continue this conversation with him, but I will return. Uh, for those that's listening and watching, I apologize when you no, have fair enough. We can, issue to, to handle. We, 
Me and him, can, running, me and him can hold you down. Yeah, you ain't running because we gonna we gonna come in there with a bullet. Oh no, 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 no. We're not no, running, high gonna tell the truth tonight. You ain't running, high. Oh no, no, no. We ready to drown this mentality of this camper culture and this black weak mentality and these handkerchief head Negroes like this little girl is. But we're gonna let you take a break while we go to commercial. Go fix your wife that sandwich like she told you to. Your wife told you to fix. Fix a sandwich for you. I recorded. I want to be continuing this conversation, but yes. I will yes, sir. be back you, because yes. I really, really want to discuss this because I know each and everyone has someone in their family that has that mentality, and this, I know I have one. So, uh, yeah, you can yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This is this is. I'll, I'll just finish my my thought and, and, and throw an alley oop to Donald Baker. This is this is a white trinket issue, and and, and Bake, you know this here, man. We are attempting, if you work for somebody, if you have Medicaid or Medicare, if you own any government assistance whatsoever, the society is set up for you to come back to the white bosom to protect you. Well, why don't you look, he's gone. <laughs> Let's say it the way it is. We don't have to say the bosom. We want to come back and suck on the white breast as our success. It, it is our nature. Get your mouth off the white titty. Yeah, and 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 then we blame the white man for not getting the opportunity mm-hmm. and then turn around mm-hmm. and then blame our black people for holding us back from the opportunity. We don't think we get in the first place. Of course, it's a, get yeah, yeah, yeah please, yeah. Here. You know, thinking about tonight's show and, and where we're going to go and where we're going to visit and, and talk about and understand we're talking about this self-hate situation. Mm-hmm. And, and and to be honest, you have to understand that when you talk about a topic like this, as sensitive as it is, you you got to be straightforward because uh, the people don't understand. It is this new culture. It is this new generation that accept that. Um, That's fair. My question to you is that, this is this is a style that has was around. It's like uh, from bell bottoms, straight leg to the sissy legs, too straight. Okay, I know that's wrong. Uh, but how do we? Yeah, I'm waiting on the count. How how do we tell people? Uh, oh, it's in the trenches. How do we tell people that the white man is not really your problem? You, it's your problem. And I don't, I Trance. love me. And we will talk about that. Look, look and then we are. We yeah, have no reason. You. I love me. Mm-hmm. I don't depend on any culture whatsoever for my success. That's right. And I don't do business based on culture. I do business based on my product and my experience. Right. Uh, when someone wants to steal or take the identity, and we have that both ways. We have black folks who think they're white and white folks who think they're black. And because someone has self-help. You can't help nobody else until you learn how to love yourself. I love the skin I'm in. Can't not, I can't do nothing. I'm damn sure ain't going to bleach it. So how do we tell this new culture, this new generation that just it's a trash generation because they accept trash. anything. How how do you tell them uh, that the, the the video we just saw? Yep. It's 
to me, and tell me, the question is to you, Antonio. Yep. I think we're talking, uh, they were talking to a child, a girl that is mentally ill. And if we can do anything, that's a mental illness. That was illness, a, that was a mental illness. There's we no need to go do, uh, 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 let's do a GoFundMe for this black girl, handkerchief head Negro, who don't know who she is. Well, that, that was DSM five. There was narcissism in there, Machiavellian um, in there. Talk about There's two it. of them off yes. top that are literal yeah. mental. Those are those are more accurately personality disorders is more okay. accurately yeah. to the DSM five. So that's most certainly a mental illness and a personality disorder. I can think of four things to answer your question. Number one, to answer your question, what can we do? Y'all need to stop watching BET. All of you. Until black people buy BET, stop watching it. Stop watching. Do stop they not watching. know that black people don't own BET? No, no, I don't think they know that. Maybe we need to help them. It's not well, well, it yeah. used to be on, and then it got yeah, sold. Well, yeah, yeah. And and now I, I know Tyler Perry and a few other folk are in the bid to try to buy them. Here's his. Here's the deal, black people, and, and you need to immediately. I think stop. Kathy Hughes is. A, uh, this has been my opinion. Mm, fair enough. Uh, I think she's a handkerchief head Negro. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we need to start watching Black BET because it is the gateway to Black culture. And I say Black culture because Black is not a race. Um, African is the race. Too. Like I mean, we, we say African-American because I think Jesse Jackson told us to. But everybody's African-American because the, well, everybody in America is African-American because the world started in Africa. So if anything, um, to borrow from Dr. Claude Anderson, we are non-immigrants. We did not immigrate to America whatsoever. We were drugged here, literally chained here, boated here, but we did not immigrate here um, outside of American slavery, even though black people touched the American continent um, before then, as far as we're dealing with American slavery. So number one, stop watching BET. Number two, I should do two, three, and four back to back. We need to immediately, and I mean immediately, understand that this idea of race is central to the problem because race includes or strongly implies someone must win. So I like what you said about I don't do business off race. Yeah, because you're doing business for business to win not for your black face to win, not for your white counterpart to win, for your green dollars to win. That makes sense to me as we are both in the top 1%. It makes yes. sense to me. Okay, it makes total sense to me. That's number two. And then three and four, maybe even five, go down like this, and this is never going to change. In order to create wealth, one must always, I mean, excuse me, one must already be wealthy. So if you don't already have wealth, you cannot create wealth. And that leaves a conundrum now, because now we're talking a different problem. What we're talking about now is, well, then, Antonio, how do we get wealth? Well, in order to get wealth, you need to have a labor force. So if you don't have a labor force, then you can't get wealth because wealth only comes from labor. There's no other way. Even if you're making money in a mint, you can't make wealth. You can print dollars. You'll probably get arrested for it, but you can't make wealth without labor. So black people with this mental disease, this young lady 
thought she was doing well. And Baker, you're gonna love this because she was comparing herself to her mother. Like, 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 listen, my man, I could probably beat you racing as I used to be a formidable racer. You could probably beat me racing, but if we're not racing next to you, same boat, ain't no sense in me and you comparing each other to who winning that day. We're not going to the Olympics. <laughs> so, so this young lady, you got a brilliant mind. <laughs> <laughs> this young lady was comparing her Olympic race. And what's the Olympic race? All the people listening, prosperity. That's your Olympic race. Are you first place in prosperity? But, 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 but yeah, Dr. yeah. Smith, Dr. Smith. Look, yeah. Look, this little Negro girl, handkerchief yeah. head Negro, and that means trying to do things to please white folks, okay? Mm -hmm. They don't care nothing about you. You're a piece of trash on the street. I'm going to stay because it's in the trash, okay? You don't have to understand. Don't lose your self-identity. Listen, this black skin I'm in, I love it. And the white man ought to love his white skin he's in. And the color of your skin should not contain or have any, what they call, any content yeah. about who you really are other right. than I'm a producer. Now, what I noticed when I saw this, and, and said, I want you to tell me, Reverend, this. Here's the issue. You see the video of her mother? Yeah. How old is this little ugly girl look uh, to be? 25. The video says she was she's 25. She's a 25-year-old, look like she's a little stripper, look like a little mm -hmm. whore or something. I'm just going to tell the truth. And look like she's just trying to identify herself, not with her culture. No. But with her, not with her old culture of us, but right. with her new culture of being yeah. a like a poverty pimp child because right. her mother's look older and her what? mother did a lot to keep bread on the table and to get her to make it to that age. And to say right. that like that, she ought to be, I mean, I'm in favor of people uh, in doing a GoFundMe to help this child get some mental health. I don't know where she's at, <laughs> but I was going to say maybe the braids are too tight on her head or the wig is too... Uh, glued down and she got to go something is ignorant going on. I don't know how old this video is. If we cannot recognize people, uh, let me just go off trail. Yep, handle your business. Okay. I'm glad to be black. You and me both, brother. Okay. Uh, the reason is because this is who I am. And if I'm going to be trapped in a black body wishing I was in a white body, then I got some psychological problems and I need help. Go fund me, identity account. <laughs> because one thing you can't erase, little girl, whoever you are, is that black skin you eat. No. no. Before her mama knew she was a girl, her mama knew she was going to be black. And her mother was willing to wipe and clean and wipe diapers of no. the dominant culture to get you to the age 25. What if she just told you in the boat or went in the alley and got an abortion with a clothes hanger? You little heifer, you. You little demon. You need some help. And to talk the way she did to her mother, she got some psychological problems. And maybe she's doing this to get likes, love, and all that stuff. You're going to lose mine. You don't get a like. <laughs> if I wasn't who I am, I'll tell you what you can get. So how do we talk to people who are suffering and don't feel good in their own skin? Because I see this a lot. 
You know, man, uh, I really don't have the answer to that question because whatever you learn after before eight, you become. So she'd been this way since she was eight years old. And every psychologist is not a psychologist on the planet disagrees with that. So how do you like, you know, old folk in Texas say you can't bend a tree. She's a grown tree. Ain't no sense in trying to bend her to lean this way because you have to cut her down. So maybe that's the answer, right? Like, because you can't bend the tree once it's once it's thick. It's a, it, you can't you put on the little woods and sticks all you want to. That tree is not bending unless that tree, unless the light is obstructed from that tree. That when trees are grown, the only time they bend is to get to the light. That kind of seemed like a message right there. <laughs> grown trees bend to the light. Do, do you know the year light. that video was produced? I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I'm sure I can look it up because you know that millennial than me. I'm sure I can. That is, but it couldn't have been that old. That had to be early 2000s. That's when they was doing all them judge shows, and she was no, no, we no, we can do it because she said she's 25, so that's easy. That was 2000. That was 2005. That was 2005 because she said her birthday was 1990. Okay, I remember. That. Yeah, yeah, she showed it. So that, that was 2005. Yeah, that was 2005. So do you see in our circle it may be difficult to see because we don't run in that circle of that mental no unstable no. uh but do you hear about this a lot what it, this is every day this is this is this is every is this day a, today's culture or what it's not just in today's culture it's it's keeping it to black people this is in the black marriage this is 100 the black marriage most black marriages suffer from the desire no no let me give you a few black marriage black church both suffer from this same problem which makes sense because where do black people learn to be married black church so like where do black people get all their marital advice black church and i'll give you two examples let's start with the church first bake if i said that i was going to start a business but only I'm going to prosper. And my musician, my musician going to prosper. And well, the deacons going to count money. They're not going to prosper in cash, but they can control it. You understand? If I said, but the other 2,000 of you, we ain't going to, you're not prospering. You give in, but you're not prospering. That is how the white trinketness has invaded the church. Now, I'm not talking about all churches because I'm, ta I'm talking about a certain kind of church, most churches that want the big edifice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but their church is unemployed. Mm -hmm. See, when you go to a white church, I was talking, I was talking to someone this morning who just moved from Sweden to America, and she has not, she she has no idea about this racism. She's just not, and she's in Alabama. I was like, oh, Lord, you should have just moved oh, to Lord. Texas. If you wanted it worse, you should have just came to Texas. Came here. <laughs> came to Vida, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vida, Texas, for sure. So I told her, I said, listen, you're going to be okay because I say you're a white woman, and 80% of your wealth is in your community already. So you probably, your dad probably knows someone at the church, or your church gives out no interest loans for 10 years. And that's my point with the church example is that we're not building churches 
like like we used to when you was growing up, Baker. See that they call them was, churches are entertainment centers. Okay, so you you get you you following my drift. When you was growing up, the church, the, the, the keeping it black, the black church helped each other out. We don't even know our members, just like we don't know our neighbors in wow. like in 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 real apartments. And the, 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 the audacity of thinking about getting a business loan from the church today is insane. White church is like, oh, yeah, white people do it all the time. Black church could never postulate the idea of giving away 10-year loans or, to his idea, planting churches. A church should plant churches. Well, but what do we do? We demonize the idea of planting churches by calling organizing. Oh, Donna went down there organized. You get it? You organized. So this is a, you find this mental sickness in the church. And what happens? The, that, that, that church lady, that church man then tells their daughter, their young son, be like us. So we end up having a living room, kitchen, kitchen, dining room table conversations about the same trash that we're doing in the church. So now, when you get in a relationship to a woman, the black woman is competing against the white, the black man, or the black man is competing against the white woman. So you now see it now again. You because if you look, if you look at this video again, she didn't just hate her mother; she hated her mother's darkness. I, I was paying attention to what she said. Well, she, she, she. Uh, I grew up around white people all my life in Birmingham, Alabama. And then I went and married. I mean, well, she didn't say married. Got with a white man and made a lot of money. And so she just said, well, what, what was what was your mama doing? She doing working for the white then. people. Yeah. She said, working for the white people. So essentially, her mama also was hanging with white people all day. And that she didn't like. She liked the way she was hanging with white people, not the way her mama was. And that was the number one thing I picked up from that video because she said, um, because the judge said, so that's why all family friends are white. Yeah, because my mama was cleaning up white family houses. And that's what she didn't like. That's why I said to Jasim, this is a white trinket issue. This is an issue that white means wealth. Well, maybe she's suffering from that the white race really don't accept her and she has abandoned her black race. Of course. She has lost her identity. She is lost. Now, understand something. When we came up, we heard how mama had to clean the dominant culture floors. And not only clean the dominant culture floors, the house, to cook the food, not only that, but here's one thing they got so well, that the dominant culture woman that was in the white, the white man or the white race had the black family of the black race, my our mom in there cleaning their food, cooking their food, not only that raising their children, not only that sticking her titty in them yep. the white children's mouth, raising them. See, we forget that. We nurse white children that became lawyers and doctors. That was in the book Hello? and both versions oh, of the right. movie of Imitation of Life. That So this that, little that, child, 25 years old, she mother. had not she not she this is the, in the trenches. He should have stayed here because me and you don't have it all together. She is 20, what, 25? 25. 
Okay, let me go provocative. She hadn't learned to piss yet and wipe herself. No. She's an ignorant woman because, and I wish all black people realized, uh, Dr. Smith, you help me. Uh, the black spending power is every bit of 1.2 to $5 trillion. Yeah, we're the eighth. That's domestically, would, yeah. that's more than any country, several countries. We would be the How eighth you, richest country in the world for our spending power. And if you want to listen, little black girl, we're trying to help you. Our people can stop everything together if we want. If we learn to stop spending our money. That's a fact. And I'm not going to say how to spend it and where to spend it, but just don't spend nothing. Don't spend nothing with black businesses and white businesses and Chinese businesses and business. Learn how to hold your dollar and see how you will make this economy. You think they're arguing about raising the debt ceiling? They, they, yeah, they, the country will fall. And phony. The country will fall. America has lost their value. Because uh, all you got there ain't no debt ceiling. All they got to do is just print money. That's all they do anyway. So oh, yeah. just, uh, listen, yeah. self-hate. I want to talk about that. Forget Fair this enough. little girl. She's just trying to get some likes and some help, okay? Uh, people, y'all need to find her and go do a GoFundMe and give her some kind of mental health or something. Uh, because there's some so many I, I encounter on a daily basis. And since I've been on the show tonight, there's been text messages uh, from some people who are in the business. I mean, come, which are young ladies who are very successful. Okay. Fair enough. And they don't wish to be white. They just wish to be left alone. <laughs> and they tell me to be protected by our black men uh, because they have learned to love themselves when nobody else loved them. Black women is the strongest female on this universe. We've raised everybody's children. Don't let the dominant culture tell us about the black man that's walked away from the family when the black man, wise women and mothers have raised your little bad uh, children, which they turn out to be most yeah, yeah, domestic that, terrorists. I, and I can go on and on. No, no, that was by uh, design. That was planned in the 70s. There's a documentary called 72% that describes mm -hmm, exactly what mm -hmm. you're talking about. So how do we make, let's look at this little girl for a second. Understand how powerful we are. First, you must love yourself. Yeah. Believe in yourself. You can if you think you can. And there's nothing can stop you. Antonio, nothing yep. stop you from being a millionaire. But no. the haters, the haters just hate and you need them to congratulate you. Fair enough. In a sense. Because uh, they will look around and say, uh, you could have lost your identity. Yep. I could have lost mine. Yep. And I do not go around blaming any culture for anything mm -hmm. I do because they don't have no control over what I do. No, everything is your fault. Uh, the dominant culture, let me help some, make it take your house, take your home, your car, but they can't take this. No. No, so you're genuinely too smart to be broke. All right. Know who you are first. And don't be looking to blame your mama because you didn't succeed. I wish I had a mama that I can show my success and love to. But she died when I was a kid, okay? Fair and enough. to have this little dumb girl stand up, and I know people will call, I'm not afraid of you, about it saying it, is that something is wrong there. I'm, I'm hoping that was all a fake and a plan. Yeah. 
I never wanted to be anybody but me. I just love me. And this is happening rapidly, seeing that <laughs> black <laughs> culture is losing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't, I can't disagree. The only thing I would add there is that while my generation certainly is has lost its way, I wasn't raised by me. I was raised by you. You know what I'm saying? So there is a, there is, there's something there we really need to discuss one day that. I behave the way I behave because I was raised the way I was raised. There's something there that needs to be talked about. And then you're not guilty because my kids are Gen Z's and they are behaving this way because they raised by me. So ain't none of our hands clean. And, and, And one day we'll have to have that real deal conversation about the generations that are causing a problem were raised by the parents who caused and raised that problem. For instance, I was watching a video this morning about how narcissistic children or narcissistic people are raised by their parents. And the, the lady said something so amazing. I just, I just, it blew my mind. I shared it to a couple of people. She said, narcissistic people are raised and not born. What happens is, we you validate their life. You say, "Oh my God, oh my God, Jasim, you did so good. You did, you, you, you did so good. Oh, oh, you did good. You did good." So what we do is we anything public of public value, we say, "Jasim, good job on your podcast," and we show up to the podcast. Woo! Good job in the football, and we show up. But then when Jasim say, "Mama, Mama, can you play the boy game with me?" Oh, baby, I ain't got time for that. Go sit down, watch TV. So we underachieve when the child genuinely has needs, but then we overachieve when we can take credit for what that child is doing. And they 18 years of that creates narcissistic kids. And my mind was my question to you, we must ask Mm -hmm. ourselves, who is running this place? That's true. Who is running this place? Well, it ain't Have black we people. let certain communities take over the it African black community? You Have know what? I'm glad let... you said that. Okay. Black people don't even run black people. Let me, let me, black, I've never seen a black neighborhood in my life. There are, those are white neighborhoods populated by black people. White people own those streets. White people own those buildings. White people own those laws. White people own that government and white people own those taxes. They are populated by black people. So I'm 41 years old, about to be 42, and I've never in my life seen a black neighborhood. As a matter of fact, we had a black neighborhood and Tulsa, Oklahoma changed that. Okay, just so we're clear. In the same respect, now I'm going to get canceled with you now, Baker. I ain't no, never you, seen. You, a black, now. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled now too. I ain't never seen a black marriage. Never in my life. I've never seen a black marriage. Never I'm seen a black you. church because okay. a black church wants to go and give its dollars to a white bank to get white trinkets and get white tax freedom. 
while a black marriage is governed by the dominant culture, by white supremacy and how we deal with our significant others. So I've never seen a black church. I've never seen a black marriage and I've never seen a black neighborhood in my entire 41 years. Remember that the planet. dominant culture will hire your woman, but not you. That's right. That's right. And, and that's you know so what? they can keep control. Absolutely. They started this when they started giving them food stamps and welfare and government cheese and powdered yeah. milk and canned meat. Ooh, so and you say been... something so good. You say something so good. I saw a video on TikTok. Well, it wasn't. It was on Instagram. And this man said it was like, so what? The, 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 the white lady voice came out. What is one thing you shouldn't say out loud? Right, right of you, Baker. What was one thing you shouldn't say out loud, but it's true? And the black man got on camera and said, if it wasn't for government assistance, it'd be a lot more deadbeat mothers than it would be deadbeat dads. Now, that's deep. Now, I have to say that is extremely true. It's a proud situation for our black women. Some of them don't get that. Here's why I say it's a proud. They wave. Can I? Let me, let me just show you something. This is how proud this culture has become. And uh, Antonio, uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Jasheen, you've got the wrong people on tonight. <laughs> well, you mean the wrong, which is the right people on tonight. Yeah, because what's going to happen is uh, you're going to get people who are no longer listening because they don't understand this. But this, this, this culture that we have today is so proud. And they want to be proud and, and they want to be independent, but dependent. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the government has crippled our women and some of the men to make them still be dependent and bring back that slave food style, poor mouth mentality. Mm -hmm. And they're not, when I was coming up, people, we had food stamps. I was raised. We had paper food stamps, and they would give you back the little coins. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't, don't remember that. Huh? The brown and purple dollars. The little and coins. They <laughs> spend twenty-five in paper. They tear them out the book. Now mm -hmm. they got this EBT card. They wave an EDP, an EDP card. What is it called? EBT. Yep, that's it. Snap. They are yep. proud they got it because government owed me. No. The taxpayers are paying that. They wave that like we would. I don't want to show my numbers because y'all thieves. Mm -hmm. Like I do uh, American Express. American Express. I'm proud because yep. it gives me that much. Oh, you, you, you understand? You understand. I and got the, I got the platinum one. That mentality <laughs> of thinking that the dominant culture owes us something and they use it. And it is the responsibility that the dominant culture have done such a good job. I have oh, to good give job. them credit. Through trial and error. Of raising the black politician to be the voice they speak through to keep us in bondage, black women. Okay, that's that's very edgy. What you did, that's probably the best thing. You, you said plenty of good things. It's probably the best thing you said so far because once, see, once, Jacin, once Donna Baker get more money and get more money and get more money. He gonna always have somebody who don't, don't look like him say, man, come join our club. Come right. with us. Because they involve you to dissolve you. So he talked too much. He talked too much. But if he come get these white trinkets, mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just shut his mouth. You understand. And they give him out every day. That's true, though. Antonio, that is very intellectual. But the mind of the people don't want to hear that. No. no. Black people, you want to become millionaires? You want to become rich? Don't ever get on government assistance, ever. All right. And then learn to identify something, Mm -hmm. who you are. You're the the most powerful. Why why do you say that, Baker? Antonio said some things that makes a lot of sense, a whole bunch of it, like he said about me. But look, watch this. We learned something that y'all probably don't know. I'm valuable to the dominant culture. Okay? You think you have a seat at the table. No, you don't have a seat at the table. You don't need to sit at their table. You don't need to take their job. Create your own job. Because look, what other culture mimic us? They are mimicking Every us. Culture. Watch the commercials. Every culture. Trap music in China. Yeah, and look, <laughs> they're so scared of us now. They don't want to give us that money. You got grocery stores here locally, Kroger's for one, who use animation instead of using live people. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. They mimic us. Uh, you want to yeah. save some money and uh, down low, 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 low. How low can you go? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. our song. How low can you go? And them little animations of black people low, low, low. You couldn't find a beautiful black queen to put in there, a black man. If you don't take our stuff, but when we play it, you don't like it. It's the devil stuff. We have lost our identity, and somebody else didn't found it. Mm. See, they don't want to be black, but they want that black knowledge. That was a Creativity. hard pill to swallow. That. Creativity. Mm, mm, mm. That was Creativity. a hard pill to swallow. Everything that. that was made just about on this universe, peanut butter, sewing machines, everything. The black mothers had to go out there and figure out how to wash the scrub boards. Mm. Listen, I'll get out. I'll go. Do you remember when uh, the story was like this? Old black Negro working in the food market, and he was throwing away the the the, the, the trash of the hall, the guts, the pig feet the snow, the nose and all that. And the dominant culture caught him in the back, getting it out of the trash. He said, what you doing with that? He said, we, oh, we take it home, uh, Mr. Master. And well, we cook this here. He said, you cook it? He said, that's trash. He said, yes, sir. That's why you need to shut the hell up about how creative you are. And he said, you mean you cook it and it's good? Yes. And when Mr. John came back to work the next day, the white man told him, put a price on that and put it in the meat department. <laughs> what was trash to the dominant culture became food for the belly of us, and he took the food from the belly that you created and put a price on it. That's why you still buying hog malls and chitlins. They was eating the, the ham and all the good parts, the good. And, and not only that, they they started to eat the same food that we eat. And I don't even eat and never did. I don't even collard greens, nothing like that. I'm not, it's just because it's just not my stomach. What I'm saying is how creative <laughs> our people are. Yeah. You see? Yeah. And, and and they still out there. So how can you be a person like this little poor little child who's self-hating herself, don't like the color of her skin, don't like really the skin she's in. She's have lost her identity. And we cannot let this generation go down like this so so if so what do you all think would be the solution to this problem because evidently it's it's a to me it's more like a generational it's being taught it's been over and over being taught and 
you know, like like Woodson, you know, Carter, you know, miseducation of the Negro. We how can we uneducate so we can be re-educated in the proper in the okay. okay. I got two things. For the first the, the, the second one I'll bring up a second. I've been writing a book on this for years now. And if you go to my YouTube page, if y'all look up Antonio T. Smith Jr. And then type in resegregation. I did a four-hour movie on this, like in 2018, and 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 the same name of the movie is the same name of the book. And I've been working on this book for years. The book is done. I just haven't released it yet because I just want to be a little bit more famous. So it's like, boom, take this, shut your mouth, right? But anyway, <laughs> that's 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 number two, and I'll come back to that. This this brother. I'm I'm sad to approach the two of you, and I must admit to you that I don't have an answer to your question because the only way I see it fixing itself is to segregate again. And that is inflammatory. Yeah. But 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 from a historical approach, and no one can deny this, the worst thing economically to ever happen to black people was segregation or desegregation. Look it up. This, this, okay, so let me, let me say a bunch of inflammatory statements back to back. The church and the casino are the same economical infrastructure or economical entity. The church sits in the community, sucks all the money, does not give back. The casino sits in the community, sucks all the money, does not give back. And that ain't me, this in churches, that's me accurately and astutely describing the economic model, just so we're clear. That's the, the black church deposit more money in the banks on Monday morning than Walmart yeah. $25 billion a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we don't have no schools and churches are falling down. And I tell the black pastors who talking about their community pastors, and I tell them this, your members don't live in this community. No, no. They come in from no. other communities. That's right. And the communities that the churches are in, you hit it, Antonio, is the <laughs> casino in the hood. That's it. Yeah. That's the economic model, and there is not a Suck single no money. <laughs> Suck it out of baby Adam a bread, a newborn That's the truth. Ain't nobody. You, that's the objective truth. It just is what it is. Men make it see it the same way, but then you don't have to. If you just look, if Beverly Hills, I dare you to go Beverly Hills. I dare you to go to River Oaks. One church outside of neighborhood limits in a 25-mile radius. Now, that is true. I dare you to look at it. The, the more money a neighborhood makes, the less churches there are. You Do you know the richest yes. church it is? And even that don't show up too much in the community. The Catholic church. <laughs> Let's go a little deep. They got no, plenty of money. You're right. I heard the other day that the L, is it the LDS? Latter-day Saints? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do, look it up? Just tell the day. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They're the mm-hmm. richest of mm-hmm. all. 
And where did they get their money, uh, black people? College farm, other place. They don't have chicken dinners and chicken fries. We and need then to you do come it. Come and you bring the pimps and you put the casinos in our neighborhood, the churches, and you got the preacher who looks better. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then his members come in the church. Who doing better. Eat. Doing better. Doing and better. looking better. And mm. the wealth is to them. Now, I, I would say I don't blame the preacher. No, I don't blame the preacher. I, I, I blame the members. It's a business model. Because if you don't put your money there, mm-hmm. if they are not developing that community nope. and making business people. And, and planting other them, churches and putting and other people other in charge. And let's see some growth. It's like a pyramid scheme. It is. It is. A, you know what? That is the first time I've heard that it is a pyramid. So a, legally, 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 a pyramid scheme or a pyramid or a Ponzi scheme has most of its money coming from inside the organization <laughs> and nearly zero or zero of his money coming from outside the organization. So when a government invest, when the government looks at your podcast, Jasim, they're going to say, does Jasim's podcast have mostly outside money? This is what's wrong with network marketing companies, because most of network marketing companies have what you call a distribution fee or a distribution, something you pay monthly, $393 a month or whatever. And that means that most of the company's revenue is from the inside. Baker just now said the most brilliant thing I've ever heard on this podcast, because the truth is when most of your money comes from the inside, 
That is a Ponzi scheme. And by I don't know if it's by accident or by purpose, but I'm sure it was purpose because he's brilliant. I'm telling you, when most of the church's money comes from the inside, it is a Ponzi scheme. It is a pyramid that is not up for debate. That is finances and legality. And the only reason the church is not in a RICO lawsuit, not lawsuit, RICO criminal act it's because separation of church and, state. church and state. It's the pyramid because the only folks lead with the money is at the top. And yes. the people at the bottom lead broke, black, and depressed as they came and poor. Tell and me where your church poor. is getting outside money. Now, those churches that are doing real estate and all that stuff, Yeah, we're not talking about them, ain't we? No, those churches are doing stuff for we, the community, we, huh? We, we oh, yeah, because, yeah, because I know when, uh, you know, when I was active duty and in Louisiana up in Shreveport, Bossier, there was always a church in that, you know, East Texas and, and Shreveport area where churches was purchasing buildings, homes, fixing them up, either leasing okay. them, letting them out. And and, and drugs went away, huh? Oh, yeah. Drugs yeah, went no away. Doubt. No doubt. But when you got nine churches in two blocks, it's a drug infested <laughs> area, ain't it? Yeah. No, 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 no. I want everybody to think about that. When you get a church buying property and doing things, drugs go away. Prostitution goes away. People not even walking in the streets. Like when Donald Baker pull up this car to stop sign, ain't nobody walking in front of him looking at him like he crazy. That's a poor neighborhood. That's that's how you can tell. You can tell the zip code you in if people walk in the streets. If ain't nobody walking the streets, you in a good zip code as far as what they say good is. That but is. when you got 10 churches, three blocks, we, we see we in the Bible Belt. That's that from Texas, wraps all the way to Florida, all the way up to South Carolina or North Carolina. 10 churches, three blocks. That's always a drug infested area. And nobody can say the difference because when you got that many popes, when you got that many leaders, in such a small radius, that is confusion, and the devil is the author of confusion. Yes, sir. All right. So people need to go to church on Sunday morning, and I do it, and count them churches before you get to your church. <laughs> <laughs> if you got 10 of them in four blocks, three blocks, it's drugs in that area. You and follow me? your preacher home. They don't live in that. 50 miles away. Mm -hmm. Church and gals, and they live in Pearland. Mm -hmm. You get the point? Now, now I'm, so is I'm... Black America in trouble? Yes, yes. By 2030, Black America will have a negative net worth. CNN reported that 10 years ago. Still were... and, and the crazy thing is, by 2030, the largest middle class on the planet will be India. Black America is so much in trouble. I'm going to get canceled. Black America needs to do oh, one or two things. We got, two, we, got, we got two ways we can do this. Black America needs to assimilate with white people like 25-year-old girl said. Or, and y'all not going to like this at all. You're not, you're not about to like this, okay? You're not about to like this. I'll give you three options. Black America needs to make sure we focus on two-income households good ones and the one you don't like but you see it happening baker you see it it's been happening since the bible and before poly 
because there is, if we 17, if you don't know what poly means, it means having a bunch of people in one couple. Because I, I, said, I said I was going to cancel. I said I was going to cancel. I said, I said I'm willing to try that. Well, you know what? You should try it. It's, 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 it, is, it is a good life. I can, it's a good life. Poly is three to four, five to six, however you run your poly incomes in one. You're not catching up. But the only way to relieve 17 generations behind is nearly to marry 17 people and use all those incomes into one. And it won't be in your generation where you fix the problem. It would be in your children's generation. Now, of course, that has its own problems. I'm certainly not saying doing that. I'm taking the economical approach to the black problem and the black solution. That, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay, Of course, my inbox is about to get full with two people left. F you and uh, tell me about that poly again. Uh, you know, <laughs> who's your wife again? Because let me so let me see if I'm gonna poly like with her. Dominant culture do if people watch the dominant culture. Fair enough. They steal and break and disrupt and bankrupt yep. and take from the universe and destroy. It. But they always have a five year plan. Mm -hmm. Is it possible for us to recover? If we create a strong five-year plan, bring up the unemployment value in the black community, because you're going to always need employees, but you do need business owners to employ our people. Fair enough. And if you don't like working for the dominant culture, go create your own space. Okay, that's four so, things now. So is it possible <laughs> that we can create a plan like that? Yes, here's my plan. So there's four things. I'm, I'm addressed to three things I heard, then I'll say the fourth thing. Yes, we can create this plan and we can do this plan by stop looking for a leader. White folk don't have a leader. Black folk need one. I don't understand right. this. There is no white leader. There is no white Martin Luther King. They never have one. There's no, no white Malcolm X. They never have one. I don't know why black folk keep looking for a leader. And then we find leaders and our entertainers. I just well, y'all not now. Doctor Smith, y'all wanted a king. Y'all was like the people over there. I got I, we need a king. We had y'all had one, not me. Y'all had a king, and that king left y'all. And he's now doing yeah. speeches for four hundred thousand dollars a watch. <laughs> and didn't do a damn thing for you guys, but sign a bogus magic marriage plan in place. That most of us did. He's talking with. about Barack Hussein Obama. And, and y'all wanted know, by a king. We want a king. And your king did a good job making you happy like the black churches do. He got up and said, Amazing. How sweet. And you Negro went crazy. We also went crazy when Hillary Clinton yeah, lost the election, too. When Hillary Clinton lost the election, we say we lost. Yeah, well, yeah, well. We were, it's a dynasty, man. Do you understand this? It's a game. I don't understand how 14% of the population is us, and we always so, so that, that leads I don't me see to two races yeah. arguing in the news black folks mm -hmm. and white folks. I'm gonna take the dominant culture out. Well, so, so, I see, yeah, I don't see any others. Is it something wrong with this picture? And listen, the media has made black folks have always been a commodity. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, understand why I'm saying this, people. There are many white kids that get gunned down police officers, but they don't bring value like we do. Right. Because we're going to raise a voice whether it's right or wrong. You get it? 
Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is they're using us. Now, I'm not saying our black kids are not being gunned down because we got some badass black kids nowadays. I'm scared of them. So I don't know the police ought to be scared. But look, <laughs> what I'm saying is we are always in the news orbit. We need reformation. We need this. We need our party anchors and the mule. Now, I need some John Deere tractors. If they're going to give me, I take mm-hmm. the tractors versus a dumb bad mule. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, Antonio, is it possible? To create a five-year plan, is it possible? To, to, is it is it out? Is it us? Or we will be dead and gone before we see this generation. No, it change. is possible. It is possible. We're fourteen percent, and then we're no. always in the news. It's possible. I give you step by step how it's possible, but I didn't make this up. This is Powernomics, Doctor Claude Anderson. So I want to say again to the I know the people here on this on the videos know this. But I want to say again, this is not Antonio Smith. This is Dr. Claude Anderson and Powernomics. Yes, it's possible to create a five-year plan. Step one, the first thing we need to do is black people need to create an economy. Right. And I'll explain. Jacine, remind me to come back what I really think black people should do. Remind me to do that. Let's go ahead ahead and tell what black people need to do now. Okay. So your your five steps is create an economy because there's no community. Without an economy. The mm-hmm. second thing is control politics or by politicians. The third thing is you start making your own laws so you control courts and you control police. The fourth thing is that once you start once you start controlling the courts and the police, you start controlling your own media. This is why black people need to buy back BET. And then after that, black people need to go to black schools taught by black people, by black education, by black teachers, by black men by black women. Those are your five steps, but that's not me. That's Dr. Claude and Dr. Claude Anderson. You can you, you can go to YouTube and Google his five step building or you can go to Powernomics and ask for notes and you'll see his five five floor building is what it's called. To answer now, thank you for my reminding somebody to do it right now. That's why I rushed through that. Black people need to get rid of the US dollar. And how and explain that there is nothing illegal about black people spending right now. So right now, here is this is just happens to be on my desk. It is a I don't know what this is. I have no you know what? I mean let me take this is an eye drop sent to me by the United States Army as I am a veteran, a disabled veteran. Thanks, um, Tyrell, for handling my VA claim. And I can genuinely, Baker, say this is now money. There's nothing illegal about that. Because money has no gold standard in America no more. They they killed it when in the 70s when they, they robbed all you baby boomers of your gold and scared the hell out of you. They made this call legal tender. And what does legal tender mean, Antonio? I can say whatever the hell I want. That's what it means. Okay. Same energy. This is now $100. This chapstick that I just dropped is $50. And these Apple headphones is $20. And if black people get together and say, we no longer value the U.S. dollar, it's been devalued to 98% since 1913, the the institution of the Federal Reserve. And we, the people who've been constitutionally etched into America's labor force, three-fifths person, 
we've been constitutionally etched into labor. No other people has been constitutionally made the labor force. We no longer accept the U.S. dollar. We won't spend it. We won't make it. We won't use it. We won't do anything. And then we can go to a printer and print our own currency or get rid of currency and create a resource-based economy. Because was the first country that print paper currency? And they Europe. still print it now. Europe. China. Yeah. China. <laughs> yeah. China. Oh yeah, China. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then you have made the banks. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, the Federal just, Reserve. I tell you my uh, views on political. I love God, guns, and gold. Fair enough. And, and listen, you, and you sound like a Texan for sure. Now we're talking about. I know self hate, and that's why you don't have nothing because you hate uh, gold and you love paper money, and paper money is running out like toilet paper. Yeah, and and the debt ceiling is fraudulent because you print money. Tell me this. I love the fact and understand when I used to go to Jamaica, I used to do a crusade every year with Dr. Kearney and Dr. Perry and a whole bunch of them. We self-funded. Go every year to Jamaica, jump off that plane. That's missionary. They wanted that paper dollar. I think that it was there. I'm gonna say ten to one, eighteen to one. I don't remember. Uh, when Saddam Hussein was found, he had, listen, people, not wallets, not shoe boxes, mm-hmm. not plastic grocery bags. He had pallets, pallets of U.S. money. That's right. Foreign countries used to crave our dollar. They don't want it. N- not not as of three months Iraqi ago. Dollar. Yeah, yeah, not as of three months ago. So, yeah. Antonio, what do we do? Because you're dealing with educated, uneducated, and doubtful people in our audience. Now, what I would say is, I always say when there's a problem, there's a solution. So what do black people need to start transferring and doing to be recognized in the next few years of having some amount of wealth with value? Okay, fan of Grace, Deanna, y'all take notes about what I'm about to say because Baker just set, set me up. And, and this is awful, okay? Everything I'm about to say is awful. It most certainly proves my Republican side. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Both of them got blood, black, black blood on their hands. I don't care about either one of them. But I am a capitalist. So I'm about to absolutely show my capitalistic side and my conservative nature. If I had to say what black people need to do, the first thing I would say is poor people can no longer vote. <laughs> See, well, I here see. in Houston, you can because you got black politicians, mm-hmm. ladies who running for mayor who will bring a van, a white van, and put people on with a box of chicken from Popeye's and they will vote. Poor people. And poor those people. Ladies, but they don't know what they're voting for. Those ladies don't live in apartments and they're not on Section 8, which is my second point. <laughs> Unless you own property, you can't Ooh. vote. Unless you own property, you can't vote. Okay. See, there I go again. Now, I'm not trying to make this permanent. I'm trying to make this a weighted democracy for right now. Why why are you doing that, Antonio? Because America is a reincarnation of Rome. And Rome had absolutely a weighted democracy. 
if you're poor, the first thing you're saying is, Baker, split your money with me. I'm voting this way. First of all, your vote don't count. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no property. You ain't got no say. But he can't say that out loud because, you know, pursuit of liberty, happiness, and justice for all. However, answering the question to established black people, the first thing we need to do is we need to stop letting the poor and the middle class who do not own property vote. So this is terrible. I, this is terrible. This yeah. is terrible. But you asked. Now, now you know, you're already shaking up a whole lot of people that's hearing live. And that's step one. That's the one. Right now. So, you know, they are already like sitting at the edge of their chair. You know, especially if it's a female, you know. Yeah, shame they wasn't sitting on the edge of their chair when this crippled, crazy nut as a white man and we have a president. You know what? And he show white. Y'all black in chains. Okay, so, so can I go to a can vote. I go to a black woman and say I ain't got no money, I ain't got no house, but I'm gonna tell you and your son what the hell y'all gonna do up in here? Can I tell mm-hmm. her that? Mm-hmm. No, can, no, no. Can I tell? Can I? Can I go to a black woman, broke, dirty, and disgusted? And and just 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 dis every dis word you could think of, disgusted, discombobulated, just, just all the dis words you could think of, and I cannot tell that black woman, hey, I run this now. I gotta I gotta say, no. Well, I'm 18 years old. I gotta say, I'm 40 years old. I gotta say, I don't have a say in this woman's house if I'm 70 years old. Mm-hmm. So treat your government, black people, like you treat your damn house. Because I can't have a 70-year-old, I can't be a 70-year-old man and come up on you and say, baby girl, I'm paying your rent. I got to vote. No, the hell I don't. And don't tell me how to raise my kids. So you don't disagree with me. You just disagree that you get caught up in what I'm saying. But when it benefits you, black woman, when it benefits you, black man, to say, don't run my house, you don't own this house, you don't give me money, Mm, you agree with my voting tactics here. So when I put it into the government, you disagree. That's an issue. You're, You're being hypocritical because I can't walk into your refrigerator with no, I, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, Penelope uh, Monet right now talking. She's been, she's, she's fantastic, and she's an attractive woman, so this is perfect. Penelope, she's an older, attractive woman. She's fine by all uh, standards, African standards. Well, well, let us standards. see some of this mm-hmm. here. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, 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 go and put a little icon back on the screen. Go, <laughs> go and share one of the things real quick. She, 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 she fine. She come from, she come from Brother Henry uh, um, um, stuff. Now here's the deal. I can't run up. I have no idea how many women, I have no idea how many kids a woman got, but I guarantee you as much as she is my me and I'm so grateful, Penelope, I really am. And as much as she respect me and I am equally grateful and I know my, I know my, I know Sandra is on. I can't walk up any one of their houses and say, I run this now, but I ain't paying nothing. Now, did someone say they can because they don't have a vote? <laughs> I guess she said you can, but I don't know how that's gonna work out. Oh, she she talking about me running up in her house, talking about I ain't got no money, I don't take no baths, I ain't gonna come, I'm not gonna contribute to nothing, but split your wealth with me, Sandra. Shit, that's that that's not appropriate. And I'm telling y'all, black people, for the first. Until we create our own economy, not an economy we give in the Amazon, 
until we create out, and I'm not saying this is going to be easy, and I'm not saying this is that's a blueprint for this. I'm saying until we create our own economy, y'all ain't got no money, y'all ain't got no houses, you ain't got no say. Look, she said your ass can run back out the way you came respectfully. So just so we clear, these black queens who are very respectable, respectable, are telling me I can't take my no money, no property owner self and run their house. Now, watch this here, Jasim. If I come in different, I say, listen, baby girl, I got plenty. I've changed your whole life. Now, what I want to do for you is I want to give you everything that I have an equal share because I have more than you. I have equal than you. She would hear me better. And I'm trying to tell us that America is not a democracy. The white people are currently running this country that way. You call it electoral college. So while you think I said something asinine, I only describe the weighted democracy that we are currently in. We call it a republic. Just so we're clear, you were offended when the black man with locks said it, but you were not offended when the white man had you born into it. And that's the problem, Donald Baker, that my black face can't say the same thing that the white throat can. That's the problem. I agree. That's self-hatred. That is self-hatred. They won't listen to us saying how bad we are, but they will listen to the others to say how bad the black men are. I describe the electoral challenge. The electoral challenge say, uh, uh, Texas, I don't give a damn who y'all is. You're getting this many votes, and we ain't got to agree with you. We might go against you, and that is constitutional. And ain't a damn thing Jocene or Donald Baker or Antonio can do about it. Mm -hmm. The Electoral College don't have to listen to us. It is a weighted democracy or a weighted republic. And that is a fact. And you learn about that in the third grade, the seventh grade, and the ninth grade. And ain't nothing we can do about it. But when I said it, you hated me for it. Black people need to stop trying to be equal and start separating and becoming healthy. Anybody who disagrees with me right now, Baker, when Baker was saying, I don't eat collard greens, I don't eat that, you know what? You shouldn't because there's a movie on Netflix called What the Health. The black man on there, he's a he's a nutritionist, a world famous nutritionist says, you know what? We don't have a hereditary problem. We got a dietary problem. Baker ain't got no stomach because he ain't putting a whole stick of butter in his rice. I'm putting like his, his nuts in there. They ain't giving us a <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, bro, nah, man. So, we, th- th- yes, the first thing we need to do is we need to absolutely stop letting everybody vote. The second thing black people need to do is stop being Republican. You're not going to like that. And stop being Democrat. You're not going to like that. I, I agree. Both. I say both. I know, but I totally agree with that concept. And we need to start a black party. But but how do you do that? Now, I know we're getting a little off track. How, how do white people do it? How do white people do it? Well, to black people, black politics is when we deal with these black politicians, they are onions. 
Fair enough. They're onion. You know what an onion is? You mm-hmm. peel the onion, and there you never get to a core. An onion doesn't have a core. It has layers and layers yes. and layers and layers. And what I'm saying is, to stop the self-hate so we can stay in a dungeon, stop the self-hate so we can be productive, stop the self-hate so we can be business owners, stop the self-hate, don't think we hate ourselves and don't want to do anything, and we don't like to scheme in because we can get government assistance. But the black politicians is a danger to black people. If That's a fact. Them. Let's That's, do it this way. Yeah. I openly stand with Let's you. Let's tell that. them, let us see the core. An onion don't have a core. Start calling them. Tell them you're a core. Don't make us say black politicians are a, is an onion because you don't have a core. We don't know where you're going or coming. You get down there, you start out in the dungeons with us, in the trenches, but mm. when you get to Washington and to the state capitol, you become white as rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you sign documents to help kill us. You signed documents to help lock us up, Harris. With your white husband. Okay. That, that is a fact. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Now, see, I'm, I'm going to have to defend him on this. Self-hate. I'm going to have to defend him on this because she she, she did do that. I'm not I'm not against the queen. And Joe Biden, President, excuse me, President Joe Biden and Vice President, signed the Omnivis uh, Crime Act, or yep. what's the other word for it? Omnivis Crime Act, or the mandatory minimum. I forget that there's oh, another word for it. Clinton was the first one. But Clinton, no, Clinton signed it. It was Joe Biden's bill. Yeah. He led, he that championed that. In 1970, that. he called y'all black he, predators. He championed that bill. It is a 100% fact. He championed that bill. I'll give you the dates here in a second because I got them in my notes somewhere. I'll pull up the notes. Well, the black people like him because you know why? The white liberal media like him. We need to they stop don't being have liberal. nobody yet. Yeah. So, when, so now, now, keep in mind, I, Antonio T. Smith, Antonio Theodore Smith Jr., Tells you right now that race is the stupidest thing we can ever come up with. It doesn't make sense. It's dumb. However, since you may be black, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about black just for a moment. Uh oh. Baker is absolutely right, but we need to stop being liberal and we need to stop being conservative and we need to start being black. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, there's a solution. Crazy how. That the politics in which we vote have nothing to do with a black agenda. That is so nothing. true. You, you know, they come in there get you. I know you're in a hiding place. I'm not gonna say where you are. That I is like so but you ought to be true. glad you in the in, in underground. Like tired of being you you got to go on the ground. Because the people who gonna hurt you is your own people. My own people. My own paper. You right. You right. My, I got a. I got a good friend of mine who's in the because the other people can't get to us. It'll be the ones in our circle. Watch right. people in your circle because oh, yeah, they're the one who have access to you. You're right. Yeah, I got a so homeboy named Reggie. Reggie also always tell me protect him. Protect Tonio. He called me Tonio because we from school. Y'all protect do. Tonio. Protect Tonio at all costs. He always said it every time I start talking. Every time. Hey, hey, imagine if if I was king. And I had entourage like Putin and uh, the buffoon in D.C. administration. Mm-hmm. I'll look at one of my staff members and tell somebody in my inner circle, get rid of that one. 
All right. It happened the other day, people. Go watch the news. Yep. Uh, one guy from the Clinton administration. Now, you say, well, what y'all talking about? What well, this have a hell of a lot to do with self-hate? Because when you understand who you are and how powerful you are, your understanding don't look at a black or white. That's right. Issue. It look at, wait a minute, something wrong. Something is not right. Something with wrong. This. What can I do to make myself? Let me create my own. Mm-hmm. I ain't too black to do whatever I want to do. So, so Antonio. Yeah. I'm here, brother. It sounds good. It, it sounds good. You're right. To get our own dollar, our own, our own banking <clears throat> system. We, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. go further. Go, go on. Do like America is known for. It's taking, stealing, and they take everything by force. Now, y'all got it from the Bible. Kingdom of heaven suffered by. Nah, ain't no kingdom. Take it by force. Well, well damn it. Take, if, if America blown, you take it back. Now, here's what we need to do. Fair if enough. you're going to create something, you might as well take it to the next level and say, we might as well create our own country. Or not create. Or just go and take some stuff like the rest of them are doing. Just take stuff. Just find stuff just start claiming it, setting up on it, okay? What I'm trying to make you understand is how powerful we are as a group of people. If we would group up and come together, like Antonio was saying, and create this, and if I can be honest about this, it don't take a lot of us to do it. That's true. <laughs> it just, look, they're like, listen, black folks, and I love my blackness in. Oh, I love you, Donald. You're such a <laughs> You know what? Everybody needs to do what he's doing every moment. Look, let me tell you something. Black people, when they see stuff like this, they become like what the Bible say, sheep are. Sheep have a flocking tendency. When one sheep gets off, another sheep gets off. And then another sheep gets off. But my rod and staff, the they would go out there and get them back on track. Now, remember, black people, it's not negative. Sheep are legally blind. They can't see six feet in front of them. Now, if we got leaders that can see, they can lead the sheep. And all we have to do, we already got three sheep that broke away from the flock. You got Joshi, you got Antonio, and I'm gonna throw all his staff in. I know Antonio's staff, they didn't broke away from the flock, the sheep. Now remember the book say, I don't want to preach it, but the book says sheep are timid, blind, and dumb. Mm-hmm. That ain't black folks, that's our politicians. So let's mm-hmm. break off. It don't take many to start this. But we don't support one another. That's true. Now, the Spanish people got their own bank. They do a good job, don't they? And mm-hmm. it's called mattress. They do a good job. And they live together. And they don't care about their mama scrubbing toilets. And they don't get Putting long. plaster on the side of a building. They, they put their mama and daddy on a wall and say, great, great, great grandpa Enrique made us who we are today. So what do we need to do? I know we talk about self-hate. No, I got you, brother. But 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 instead of that, but I would include black men. But overall, this country's in trouble. It is. Same. So we need to create. I love seeing well, wealth be created in my community. Fair enough. That's well, why we got guys shooting and don't care. They have no hope, no reason to live. Hate, right. self hate. 
And that, They'll and pick that, a gun up and shoot yeah. our mother and grandmother, 80 years old, coming out the grocery store. Self-hate. And that's they, fair. They would look that's, at and that's by design. That's fair and that's by design. That was planned. That was programmed. That was trial and error. That's fair and that was designed. Black people immediately stop. Well, see, stop spending money and start multiplying your money. And if there's enough of you, start creating income producing assets to where you get a lot of money. See, my idea of stop spending the U.S. dollar doesn't make sense until you get a whole lot of U.S. dollars. So you can't do this poor. You can't make change poor. You can't help people sick. You got to get a lot of money first to stop using it. You got to go with the flow to make changes. You can't just go against the grain. That don't make no sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Secondly, and I said this on the last episode I was on, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. But like I said, now, this ain't for everybody. But my wife can have five husbands if she wanted to. I know, and that just shocks people. She don't want to, but that just shocks people. People don't understand that. What I'm saying is I'll die before I compete with my wife. See, you're not paying attention. Let me let me, let me, let me, let me break it down to everybody in the audience. Because <clears throat> I can have five wives if I wanted to. See, they said I just they want me. one more. Well, so, all right, then. So find you two people and settle down, is what Donald Baker said. You know, no, one. I don't have one. You don't want? Okay, say one. I, I can't have one. Now, now. Go ahead, but you're making sense. I I'm making sense. And it has nothing to do with greed or anything. It has underst- It has everything to understand. Just um, seem that not only do me and my wife have an understanding, but we are aware. We got, we got change woke. They, they didn't hijack the black word woke and made it something different now. It's completely oh, different yeah, than what it used to be. We are aware that the idea of racial memory and owning Donald Baker is a bunch of BS. I don't get to I don't get to own this man. I don't get to be his wife and own him. He belongs to God. How dare I own this man? So the idea of owning Penelope, owning Sandra, owning somebody. Forced monogamy is one of the worst things that the black church with 1 Corinthians 7 chapter verses 8, 9, and 10 is better than married and burn. You forcing people to be in marriages who I got pregnant by him. I don't love this man. I made a mistake with this man. But now I'm raising a kid that's got to get rid of childhood trauma because you forced me. That's called spiritual abuse. And spiritual abuse is real and it's deadly. Yeah, it's deadly because just because I get Penelope pregnant, no disrespect to you, queen, does not mean that this girl loves me. Doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be with her. And, and what we do is we trap each other in toxic marriages and toxic relationships because Jesus is going to get mad at us. And then we become no good to Jesus because we mad at our spouse. So we need to get rid of this idea 
of using the white man's money and spending with the white man's companies and then having a marriage that the white man has established. See, I told you I was going to get counseled, just so we clear. I did say this. Because when black folk was running the world, there was multiples. Now, I'm not, I'm not preaching multiple spouses, multiple wives. What I am preaching is stop forcing Donald Baker into monogamy if he don't want to be. Stop forcing I'm gonna use a woman now. Sandra I'm trying to get an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> Stop forcing Sandra into monogamy if she don't want to be. That's the because the family dynamic is important. Because the first thing, the first thing, the first thing Mark gonna say is, well, I mean, if you can have multiple wives, I can have multiple husbands. Well, I mean, you're right. I'm gonna choke you, but you're right. I'm lying. That was just said that for entertainment purposes. <laughs> said that for entertainment purposes, right? Because what's fair is if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gamble, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got to think about this. And then we got to, we have to. If we don't do nothing else, Baker, if we don't do nothing else, we need to stop letting poor people split our money until we get to it together. And we need to stop letting white policemen patrol our neighborhoods. There is nothing illegal about black people hiring by hour a private security firm to control your black neighborhoods. That's not illegal. That is not. That is, it's, yeah. yeah. That, that's I, not illegal. I don't understand why we don't do it now. And, and we sitting back and, and letting what's going on take place. It's not illegal. And I promise you something. You pay a policeman by the hour, I bet they change. Pay congressmen by the hour. Watch how many laws pass. You, you take folk off salary, pay them by the hour. See what happens. Now I'm not arguing for take folk off salary because I pay people on salary. But you get the point. So in my last thing, because I want to pass it back to Baker and you, is once we understand that, we need to immediately start getting our own labor forces, even if it's artificial intelligence, instead of being the white man's labor force, because that's how we were constitutionally etched into the system. And what what, what do black people, Baker, what do black people do as soon as they get old? We go work for the school government. Yep. We go work for the government, government. We go work for DPS, government. We go work for the hospital, government. Why is that government? It's a private owned hospital, but you in government with the insurance companies, government. Black people can't wait to get a good job and have holidays off, which is government. And the faster we stop getting government jobs, why? Because they gonna fire two bakers, keep one Karen. See, they're going to get in trouble again. They're going to get in trouble again. They're going to fire two bakers, but they're going to get rid of one Karen, fire two of him. For every one Karen they get rid of, they're going to get rid of two of you, maybe Mm -hmm. three baker. And then you, 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 you older than me. So you cost too much. You know better. You know too much. You've been getting 2% pay raises for 20 years. (laughs) You cost too damn much. You understand? So those those are what we need to be doing. We need to stop. Marcus Garvey had a lot of this right. I'm not telling you. I'm not preaching separatism. But I am saying segregation made black folks stop riding the black cab. Back to my original point, because we wanted white trinkets. So as you said, Jasim, earlier, I said, that's not a white problem. That's not a black problem. 
That's a white trinket problem. We let go of Donald Baker's black real estate company because we wanted the white man to represent us. That's our problem. Segregation, desegregation made Penelope's company trash. Last thing I'll say, black folk owning companies are great and all black folk love black folk who own a company until black folk start winning. That is extremely true. Then we don't like that black company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I, I, Antonio, I don't see you dropping the mic on that because you know, <laughs> <laughs> I answer whatever you ask. I just try to pass it. I got you. That's a, that's a drop a mic moment right there. <laughs> I think he even got a uh, banker quiet as a church. Oh, no, I'm listening to this. Oh, oh, I'm oh, trying oh, to say, do we right need there. to create a team to get started? Uh, I'm old school. Uh, one of my songs is Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Fair enough. We're on <laughs> no, the move. Enough. Can yeah. we do that, Black people? <laughs> yeah, we can. You know what? We can create a team. Just what you do, ladies. It starts with you because you have the benefit here. Like I, my my oldest son is fourteen. He'll be fifteen October first. October thirty first. Excuse me. I have never claimed my. I have never claimed. I got a fifteen, or a, a, about to be fifteen, or a fourteen, an eleven, and a five year old. I've never claimed any of my children on income tax ever because I've made too many untaxed dollars since two thousand and eight. It just is what it is. I've never. I have never claimed my children on the income tax. I've never. I, I don't even know what that looks like. Ladies, this is your benefit or or sharing parents like two weeks with dad, two weeks with mom. This is your benefit because y'all rotate taxes. If seven, this is answering Donald Baker's, can we create a team? You damn right we can. If seven of you black folk get y'all $8,000 tax returns, $7,000 tax Hell, $2,000 tax return. If seven of y'all get together, you know what? Let's make it four for easy numbers. If four of y'all get together and say you get 3000 back on your tax return, four times three is 12. Add the zeros, that's $12,000. I can assure you $12,000 is 20% of one hell of a good fourplex. I can, I can assure you if you take that $12,000 and if you put that down on a fourplex in some low-income neighborhood, those low-income people will break their damn necks to pay both all four of y'all. And one of y'all take apartment A, one of y'all take apartment B, one of y'all take apartment C, one of y'all take apartment D. And all the rent money minus the expenses, that's going to be your loan because we put 20% down. You got to pay for the 80%. And that's going to be your, well, your loan and your insurance is going to be all wrapped up in it. So it's just a loan. Minus that, all of y'all take that and you do the damn thing again next year. Now you go get another one. Not only are those people, low-income people, not only are they paying down your debt, they're also giving you cash flow. So they're paying down your debt, increasing your credit, increasing your borrowing power, increasing your debt into income ratio. And then not only are they doing that, for God's sakes, they're giving you cash flow. So you can genuinely team up together as four people and do that. And I'll give you another example. Maybe I ain't got 
three thousand dollar tax return. Say less. Four of you Negroes to borrow from Donald Baker move in together. You know, black folk ain't gonna do this because we want. I need my own space. space. I need to leave, <laughs> and I want to leave, and all. I, I understand, but move in together, and four of y'all move in together. The first month, Jasim go pay rent, which means Baker, Antonio, and I use Penelope. We ain't got to guess what. Guess what Baker, Antonio, and Penelope did? Stacked our money. Mm-hmm. Second month, Baker got to pay, pay rent. Guess what? Jasim and Antonio and Penelope did stacked out money. Third month, Antonio got to pay rent. Guess what happened? You get how this is going. So now I went from paying rent 12 months a year to three. And not just rent, you put all the expenses in it rent, lights, internet, cable. And you pay all those. Now I go to paying bills three times a year instead of 12 times a year. And you can't tell me Hispanics ain't doing that right now. And oh, you can't tell me black folk can't benefit from it. So that's how you create a team. This is how I see it outside of voting, outside of that. If we can't fix the whole black community, damn it, we ought to be able to fix four black women. That 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 just that's just how I feel. Just how I feel. Okay. Well, before we wrap this up, wrapping it up, we gotta hear from Baker first. You know, can't I don't, don't want to hear. I want to hear something. I feel like the day the teacher went back and became a student. <laughs> uh, listen, if we had more black voices, as you heard tonight giving stuff free as we did tonight knowledge and information and we're not saying something that we haven't tested and tried and proved uh i told someone the other day you can get a toyota in two weeks maybe mm-hmm. but a bentley and i drove one the other night and I moved one four hundred thousand i said man i don't want to move this coffee <laughs> it's a joke listen so before that bentley hit the road it went through the storm the heat the all kind of to know it's going to stand solid. What we're saying has been tested under tested. the heat and the fire. That's right. Not only has it been tested, we've seen this happen with other cultures. It goes back to saying, what's taking so long for us to group together and mm. come together and make our own system work for us? And I think it's because we've been slaves too long to the system yeah. that we've been put in. And when you hear Jashin, Antonio, myself talking this way, it's like we're speaking another language and only us three and the ladies out here understand it. It's not true, people. We just got to learn to group and come together and be lovers of our community Lovers of ourselves in the sense of saying, I can do what everybody else is doing. That's right. I don't walk in any room. I'm in business meetings all the time, online. And I don't never walk in business meetings and feel that anybody there's a threat. I'm the threat. And I'll tell you why. And I'm gone. When, when I show up, I am a threat because I know who I am. The Bible says I am the salt of the earth. 
That means I am a change agent, changing substance. I change the flavor of the room. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's what the Lord said. Oh, by the way, remember, you are the salt of the earth. You have the ability to change your situation, as we were saying tonight, and your life by what? Being who you are. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself. I know who I am. The difference in me and a white man is just the skin color, but not the mentality. True. Do we have a seat at the table? So what? Create your, go buy your own table. Mm-hmm. I don't need a seat at their table. I'm not kissing boots and shining them. I'm doing stuff like Antonio said, but we don't understand the concept. What I'm saying tonight is, listen, be great at who you are, and let's get it done. All right, all right. Anything you have yourself, Mr. Antonio T. Smith? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I do, and I'm going to. I didn't have anything at first, and I was literally preparing to say no, but I think we need to listen. Black people, we need to listen to the Donald Bakers more. We don't know a damn thing. We don't. And 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 t- trust me, I'm a millennial, and I know everything. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm I'm playing against right. right. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I know everything. And, 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 and old folk don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you that if we don't start listening to our elders, we'll never become elders. And if we do, we'll become elders with nothing. Hmm. nothing and we didn't already play that we did that already we all got broke at we yeah, all got broke ass uncles we all got uncle john he broke 18 people got grandmother same address on their license we know it when fema came through in 2008 with hurricane Ike, and then with hurricane harvey couldn't FEMA couldn't give that blue tops on one house? Couldn't nobody get no benefit? <laughs> too many people was living there. You know what I'm talking about, Baker. There's too many people were living there. We need to listen to our elders. <laughs> Baker knows what he's talking about, and I don't care. In this case, Baker's rich, so good job. In this case, though, even if he was a crackhead, no disrespect, he would still know what he's talking about, and he would teach me how not. To be a crackhead, mm-hmm. we need to do a far better job trusting our elders because white people do. That's true. Well, well, as we close out, I want to say thank you, Antonio T. Smith Jr., Doctor, of course, Doctor Baker, the OG DMX. <laughs> That's Antonio, the OG. He teaching us <laughs> stuff. The new OG. The new G is teaching the old G. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you all. And those that's listening and watching live, listen, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also, most importantly, if you want to get all of the uncut bonus and things of that nature for all our episodes, subscribe to Patreon. And I'm going to leave that to Dr. Baker to explain Patreon. You know, I, I always look at Patreon like this. For example, listen, uh, people pay for cable television. 
You can't even get, listen, you poor black folks and white folks, you can't even get uh, BT on the free child of TV. And if you wanted, you go and buy it in the lap. Like, listen, support things that are educational to you. Now, now, because your, what would you call it, Antonio? Your regular media say things to maintain their dollar. Oh, yes, yeah, control. Control, control, propaganda. They're not going to say this. And what I'm saying is, listen, Antonio, it takes a lot. People think it's just we get on here and magically do things. It takes a lot to get this uh, stuff done. You get, uh, you got research, you got to take out time, you got to do things, and you make sure you have a platform because they're going to start shutting them down. They're going to set TikTok, not talk, and all kind of black top and all kind of talks now uh, and stuff. But to have a voice, we have a platform. Over here, you got a seat at the table, right? That's true. And, and I say that by saying, if you can't afford $14 a month because you got to pay a bill, you're already in trouble. You can't support the platforms, Antonio, and all these things we do that takes and help. I, I know all of us on here because I do it, and people see me, they know I do it. I'm a, I love certain profit, nonprofit organizations that I support. Now, it's not because they're not for profit. They don't make no money. Nonprofit <laughs> makes a lot of money. That is true. So I, I appreciate it, and that's why I advocate for it. It's supported. Uh, Jasheen, put up the link where they can go in and subscribe. And if you don't do just if you don't like it, then shut it off. So I tried to say 90 days. Like, I run everything 90 days, six months. I run tests mm-hmm. no stuff. And you have to become addicted to the knowledge you're going to learn. You'll roll back this video and see, Antonio said this three years ago about creating our own little community, in a sense. You learn something. So that's why I say support it. And it's important to click on it. You'll see a whole lot of stuff. And you'll see me do a session where I'm bucket naked dancing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, once again, I thank all those that's listening, especially the international listeners from Canada, South Korea, and all over the world. I thank you all for checking in and listening. Uh, but make sure that you also leave a comment because we want some interaction with you all so we know what's on your mind and your thoughts on this. And this is your boy, the J, the A, double S-I-E-M, that's also a retired slave. Jasim, peace out. Don't be bitter, but be better and execute. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.